Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the PM Diaries. We are your hosts. My name is Paige. And my name is Maddie. Welcome back, Night Owls. It is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, and it's another icy day in the Windy City. Actually, it was foggy today, not as much icy, but you did bust your ass today. I so. fell so hard, bitch, but I'll wait to tell that story. <laughs> um, it's also National Compliment Day, which is super cute. So do you want to start with a compliment? Yes. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go to first? Sure. Um, I, you know what? I always make this joke and I'm not even saying it's a joke. Like I'm 1000% saying this is honest. I just feel like you're the better twin. Like you're so pretty. You're so funny. You're so cool. And like, I don't know. I just feel like you're the better twin. So that's what? my compliment. Girl. You, why are you acting brand new? Like I haven't told you this before. I know, but I'm shocked. Thank you, sis. Um, mm. Obviously, I think you're the better twin, but that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my compliment is you're so talkative. Mm. you're so social you are truly a social butterfly mm. and I think when we were kids I kind of got to piggyback off that because I was always with you and you like made the friends and stuff yeah but now that I'm older I really noticed that I'm quiet a lot quieter and I keep to myself a lot yeah and it's something that I'm trying to work on you are so damn social and I admire that quality thanks Maddie yep you know I try yes even though I do consider myself to be an introverted extrovert because hmm. I'm such a homebody like yeah. I really just like I don't know like sometimes I feel like I'm not I don't like Clooney wants to talk now oh, yeah. she's she licking the mic to share. sometimes I feel like I'm not um does she want to get down just put her down who cares sometimes I feel like I'm not like talkative or something I don't know mm-hmm. I think I go through my phases but then I'm like no bitch like you're talkative yeah. so no, I appreciate so- that thanks yes of course um other than that how was your day today well you kind of gave it away I, I fucking fell today oh my god <laughs> I literally okay so I've fallen on ice before obviously mm-hmm. like I grew up in Ohio but I, I don't know. Like, this was, like, the blackest ice I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know how they say, like, ice is black? Mm-hmm. Where is she? Oh, she's laying down. You know how they say, like, the ice is black? I've never seen actual true black ice. This yeah. was actual true black ice. Mm-hmm. Like, I was walking, minding my business. Like, I'm walking. I'm carrying a bunch of shit with me. It's early in the morning. So I'm walking. I'm talking on the phone to Maddie. And I literally just, like, step onto an ice skating rink. Yeah. And, bitch, like, I remember it happened so fast, baby. My feet start moving. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like a cartoon, literally. Mm -hmm. It was like my feet probably went back and forth twice. And I was like, bitch, you going down. But I think the one thing that took me down was the fact that my tote bag was so fucking heavy. Mm -hmm. I low-key feel like it was, like, once I already started going that way, the weight kind of, like, made gravity happen. I was just thankful I had on my big puffy coat, a sweatshirt, Mm -hmm. Like, I really didn't feel it. Yeah. Hop back up. Like, it yeah. was nothing. Like, it was nothing. Going. You really yeah. ate that. Um, <laughs> no, it's funny because I was on the phone with you, obviously, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I just hear, like, a commotion on the phone. So, I was like, Paige, Paige, Paige. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I was so worried. So, I'm happy that it was just a fall. And, and then not, a wise know. drag queen once said, it doesn't matter how hard you fall. It matters how hot you look When you up. get back up. Yeah, okay, thanks, Prophet Sugar. Yeah, Go thank ahead. you, Sugar. Um, but yes, it is like super cute that it's National Compliment Day. I feel mm-hmm. like that's such a positive vibes day. I'm happy that outside of the fall, you had a pretty good day. Yeah, I did. It was a pretty good day. I'm yeah. not super crazy tired. So yeah, go ahead. 
have I said how my day was yet? Go ahead. I, I don't know. Did I? Ask you. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Now I'm like losing track. But no, I had an okay day today. Other than the Porsche that really tried it with me this morning, <laughs> tried to dust me and leave me in their fucking dust. And I was like, okay, bitch, you win. But Not whatever. The Porsche. the Porsche, honey. This message goes out to that Porsche. Bullies aren't cute. I don't care how <laughs> cute your car is, bitch. Um, but other than that, I did have a good day today. Um, I was like Bob the Builder, um, yeah. building some shit, really getting some shit done. You know, know. using screwdrivers. Why do I feel like you're so much better at building furniture than me? Um, have you? Do you build furniture? Because I, I feel built, like what did I? I put together something recently. Um, was it my bed or something? Oh yeah, it was your bed. But then I had to come and help you build it because you were doing it wrong. Remember, I had to give you a strategy. Yeah, I think it goes back to why you're better at makeup than me too. That's another um, compliment. I don't have the patience. Yeah, like but I'll fully cut corners. That's a cop out. I know it's a fucking cop out. It's a fucking cop out because I you. I honestly, I think once you're living your fantasy and you have all the time and space in the world to really hone your craft. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll start to enjoy it. But yeah. that's hysterical I know. Hold on. oh wow yeah that, she did she probably didn't like that too much i don't care <laughs> if she liked it i need to know where she's going we need know? a Clooney cam so they we can do? see what we oh see oh my god that would be so cute yeah, we need a Clooney cam and it's an alliteration yeah and she's she's born cam. to be on camera she's born to be on camera she's Aww. a cutie um but yeah other than that it was a pretty chill day happy i made it home safe was in my bob the builder era gotta get some shit done i know and but now yeah. we're sitting down together i'm enjoying a what is this that nasty shit it's a cut water mango margarita the first time i ever had a cut water canned margarita was when we were on the was it the ferry bitch yeah, in was, new york city yeah, it was ferry. when we were on the boat in new york city doing like a tour boat of like tour. ellis island and all this other shit mm-hmm. so basically when I saw these in the stores I was like hell yeah I'm gonna get this why because it's 12.5% alcohol volume and baby is hitting mm-hmm. so I'm enjoying a mark I'm happy to be sitting down with you without further ado let's get into the wind down let's get into the wind down but since you brought up that experience drinking that mark on that boat in New York City there I advise anyone that's listening to this if you go to New York City if you live in New York City whatever you must do a tour of the Statue of Liberty the boat tour you have to do it when I tell you it was sunny. It was beautiful. And then they were playing all these New York songs. And baby, that Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. I know. Bitch. It was so cute. You know me. And you I know also, I live for that shit. I know. And I really love the boat tour in Chicago, too. Yeah. But I just feel like the sun was just beating down on me. I yes. think I'd rather do it at night. I yes. think that would be cunt. The, the one in Chicago. I'll never forget that bitch because I had on black and I was not dressed for the weather, honey. I was dying, bitch. I know. We're going to have to do it at night or in a fall day or like a cool day or dress for the weather and really, really (laughs) take it in and enjoy the views. I know. But yes, sorry to interrupt. Let's get into the wind down. Yeah. So speaking of National Compliment Day, I don't know if you saw Rihanna and Natalie Portman, the video of them complimenting each other. Did you see that? No, I didn't see the video, but I saw something that I saw what Rihanna said about Natalie. It was so cute. So basically they were both attending the Dior Couture show for Paris Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. Um, So Natalie Portman was like, excuse me, can I interrupt you? like I love you and she said this to Rihanna and Rihanna um like basically like jokingly imitated her and then said you are one of the hottest bitches in Hollywood forever you give the most innocent look and I'm like ah 
The oh pair finished God. the exchange by taking a picture together. Bitch, what? if Rihanna told me that, I would fall out on the fucking floor. If Rihanna looked at me looking <laughs> like the way she motherfucking looks and said, you're the hottest bitch in Hollywood forever. That's why I'm saying compliments from women hit different. different. They do. Men will compliment anything. But if if you get a compliment from a bad bitch mm-hmm. or the girl's gays and no, days, if you get it a, hits different. If you get a compliment from a baddie or a bitch who you know don't want to fuck you, a person. <laughs> who you know doesn't want to fuck you and a baddie mm-hmm. that's how you know you're winning because yeah. it's like if you're a gay man baby you're not getting anything from this by telling me that i look, look good. good so that's how you know that's you how you look know. good just like we were out a while ago we were out and i remember i was we were like by the bar or whatever mm-hmm. and i looked over Boys town yeah okay i looked over and i said oh my god that guy is so cute look mm-hmm. at him and he's gay like who cares but he mm-hmm. looked so good I told Paige, oh, my God, he looks so good. Like, he was just giving the fashion everything. Mm-hmm. Girl, you tell me why. We were walking back to, like, where the, like, club and the people are, like, the go-go dancers and shit. This man stopped me and told me I was beautiful. He loved my outfit and, like, complimented me down. Oh, my God. I was like, bitch, what? Like, that compliment hits different, It hits bitch. different. Getting compliments in the gay club, like, it just gives me chills, bitch. Like, <laughs> there's just nothing Not like chills. it. You know what's funny, though, about the thing that I noticed about Rihanna's compliment? What? It not all compliments are created equal. There mm-hmm. is a such thing as a thoughtful compliment. And I used I remember I used to give thoughtful compliments to people and I would weird them out because mm. I'd go up to them and I'd be like, Oh my god, you have such nice calves. Like yes. you have such nice legs. Like yeah. I love your hair. Can mm-hmm. I touch your hair? Like right. But it's just so true. It's like these little things that like people have that yeah. just make them who they are. Mm-hmm. Like I love to give like thoughtful, quirky compliments. It's yeah. really weird. Weird, no it's not weird at all it's I, called being genuine right i think it's just genuine and like it sometimes it goes further than just saying like oh your hair looks good or oh your nails look good or oh i love your outfit mm-hmm. like no bitch your aura your energy your the energy fact that you always have a smile on your face i know what else have it's we the little things people? that people don't notice i don't know i kind of backed off of that complimenting shit sometimes mm-hmm. like especially leaving high school i think yeah. i had to learn um because i think sometimes when people look at you and they're intimidated it's easier to like disarm them by giving a compliment but then it's like they fully don't deserve it because they're being a bitch or whatever Mm -hmm. so i had to learn um but yeah people have gotten worded out by compliments i've given them before and looking back i'm like i shouldn't have even told you no looking back you should just take the compliment what's wrong with taking a fucking compliment sometimes it makes people uncomfortable everybody thinks everything is sexual harassment nowadays oh lord baby child i'm kidding (laughs) i'm fully joking but okay now i thought that was a cute little exchange (laughs) there's so much fashion news right now um because we are in the middle of paris fashion week which i didn't know people have been serving looks but did you see that cute picture of kylie and stormy yes uh, you know what it that put me in the mindset so cute. of what? when kim and north you know that yes. iconic photo shoot that photo shoot was so mother it wasn't even a photo shoot that photo was so fucking iconic yes. that will live on forever but I this know. was so cute and you can tell like stormy enjoys this like yes. she fully smiles for the camera she's mm-hmm. so cute and i think she's like north in the sense that like she just loves to hang out with her mom yeah so that's the vibe i get from it there is literally nothing like seeing a happy child yeah i think that that's one of the biggest compliments 
compliments for a parent mm-hmm. that all of Kylie's kids whenever you see them they look happy yes there's a few people on the internet that I feel like their kids are truly happy and then there's mm-hmm. people in real life that I'm like wow your kids always seem so happy and yeah. it's an energy they're light they're kids Jada Chivas's son loyal like mm-hmm. anytime Aww. she posts with him loyal he, Armani is so yes cute. he's so cute but anytime she posts with him mm-hmm. or there's posts of him he seems so happy yeah like it's just the compliment of all compliments she's got some happy kids she does um and then also kim kardashian has been named the new brand ambassador for balenciaga what are your thoughts my thoughts are i love how she stands on business i know obviously for those of y'all that may not be familiar balenciaga did face uh heavy criticism Mm -hmm. after an ad was released with kids wearing harnesses i believe and it it was like uh some you know some sort of apparatus that they had on their bodies i think it's harnesses yeah um which received tons of backlash about like the over sexualization of kids rightfully Mm -hmm. so um so their business has pretty much been canceled for a while and they're on this like apology tour baby you know the whole shebang yeah um so this is probably a big deal for kim to be announced as the brand ambassador she's doing it no matter what the criticism is yeah which i Um, think i think it's a testament probably to her loyalty or friendship that she feels to the brand and also the the creators of balenciaga but one thing that was interesting to me i almost feel like the only only person they could have chosen for this was Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I think she's gotten to a point where she has so much influence and her fans are so loyal. I think like having a Kim for them being the ambassador, trying to overcome like this controversy and things like that is going to be really helpful to them. Yeah. But of course the girlies were coming for her on Twitter, calling mm-hmm. her soulless, calling her, I mean, just yeah. all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But speaking of like brand ambassadors, I don't know if Pharrell is the actual brand ambassador or if he's the creative director mm-hmm. but his work right now with the louis vuitton space yeah. bitch i know bitch he's really been he has done such a good job kind of coming in because he he filled in was it he took over for virgil virgil Abloh. yeah R. so he rest in peace he had huge shoes to fill huge virgil left a mark on so many brands especially louis vuitton um i feel like pharrell has kind of come in taking it on his own mm-hmm. and to me it kind of like just reminds me of the song happy in a sense because his first like collection or whatever was so many bright colors Mm -hmm. you can see like he's really drawing on like his relationships that he has with so many people in hollywood and yeah i don't think um they're just supporting him for the hell of it like i think they really want to see him and his collabs succeed and i think it's just a testament probably to like what he's done over the years i agree and i think he's so underestimated in that arena because people really know him from the music space yeah but i think his wife if i'm not mistaken is in the fashion world but he obviously all the girls speaking of kim have been posting with the little bag with i think it's like shirling or fur and then he did the timberlands collab so i'm excited to see what kim does in this space um and i'm looking forward to all of the stuff that comes yeah i agree i'm really really excited about that um what what is next oh so this is some exciting news all six seasons of sex in the city are reportedly coming to netflix in april which is our birthday month i know um what are your thoughts i mean i think sex in the city was on netflix before. i don't think it was on netflix i think it was on hbo no because remember when i was when we were at the first our first ever apartment every time i came home from the night shift that was my what kept me up and made me lose hours of sleep because i'd come home watch one episode then i watch another than i and i couldn't fall asleep i think maybe it was prime i'm 
I don't think so, baby. I'm telling you, it was HBO. No, I think it was Prime. It wasn't HBO because the interface was weird. Maybe it was Prime. I'm telling HBO had a weird ass interface. Okay, we have but, to think pre Max. But yeah. I'm excited about this. I know recently Sex in the City and just like that, all that has been a the forefront of the news with the whole like Che Diaz like mm-hmm. character kind of being allegedly nixed. Um, I'm forgetting what the actor's actress's real name is in no, real life. I can't remember. I thought it was Che. No, that's the character she plays. Susan? Um, where the fuck not, is Susan girl, <laughs> where the fuck did you get? Not Susan. I'm excited though. I've watched a couple seasons of Sex in the City, um, but I haven't. Like, I fully want to go through. Oh wait. Okay, her real name is Sarah Ramirez. Sarah, I was close. What did Excuse I say? Me, their real name is Sarah Ramirez. What you did said I say? Susan. Oh, so, okay. I mean, you got the S part, but baby. That's half the battle. That's half the battle, but I'm excited. I know you had spent a lot of time watching the show and mm-hmm. then kind of fell off for a little bit. I was probably, I fell into the hole, bitch. Like, we had heard of the show growing up, but I don't think I ever really, like, paid attention. It hits different when you're in your early 20s watching it. Yeah. I was fully immersed in Sex and the City, but they had one episode one episode that pissed me off and yeah. I stopped watching the show because it just left me feeling so weird about it. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to go back and see what the specific episode number is in the season, but it's pretty controversial and it's popular. So I'll just give a rundown. Yeah. Um, basically Samantha was dating a black guy and I felt like it was over sexualized. And then on top of it, the sister and Samantha had a weird relationship. She hated Samantha, I think specifically because she was white, but they painted it in some weird jealousy angle. And looking back, I did my research on this shit. Mm-hmm. When the episode originally aired, it was controversial. Yeah. They had to come out and do apologies. They had to do a whole thing. So yeah. a few years later, like literally, I didn't watch for years. Yeah. A few years later, I finally researched it because I think me and you started talking about it. And then yeah. I was like, oh, okay, they apologized and shit. And I went back to watching it. But yeah, you know, older yeah. shows, if you notice, if you go back and watch a lot of shows that are older, the girl, they be saying some crazy shit. They say some crazy shit and it just goes to show like kind of how the standards or what's acceptable have changed over time as society has kind of learned from our mistakes, progressed, etc. Mm-hmm. But Disney also had a lot of like, when I look back at it, like there are clips from like Disney TV shows where I'm like, holy shit, they put this on the air. Like yeah. what? Like wild. I know. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be tuning in, bitch, because I'm fully going to try to sit down and watch it but also there was a whole bunch of stuff coming out today about Coachella because allegedly they're seeing their lowest ticket sales in 10 years and I'm curious yeah I'm curious as to why because the headliners are Lana Del Rey Tyler the Creator Doja Cat and No Doubt all very popular Mm -hmm. I feel like all bring something different to probably um, the entire Coachella experience other performers include Peso Pluma Little Uzi Vert, Sabrina Carpenter, Janae Aiko, excuse me, Janae Aiko, and I Spice. And there's a bunch of other performers that are amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused. All of the names included here, I would totally go see. I would go see. Um, But I'm not confused. Do you want to know why? Do you think because it's because it's in the desert? No. Do you remember the Coachella slander last year? No. What? Girl, the influencers were mad, honey. And I'm not even saying this in a bad way. They were rightfully mad. They said when you realize that Coachella's overpriced, there's no bathrooms, there's no this. There was this big thing about people choosing to camp at Coachella because mm. it's impossible to get an uber it's impossible literally the logistics of the the event i think yeah. are drawing people away by the time yeah. you overhype it overhype it baby you in that hot ass sun you yeah. can't pee there's no car you can't charge mm-hmm. your fucking phone bitch 
Like, what is the hype? I know. And after you get dressed, I mean, the fun is in getting dressed. Yeah. The fun is in putting your outfits together before you go. But who the fuck wants to sit under the beating sun? Exactly. If uh, fully in your geesh and your outfit and mm-hmm. this makeup so you can look cute in these Instagram pictures. Yep. And you're hot as fuck, sweating like a fucking pig. Exactly. Which is why the influencers have it best because mm. they they go out the back way and don't sit in the lines. Yeah. You know, they true. come in, they leave. They, their friend owns the house right next door to the desert that they can just run to real quick. Like, yeah. it, it's completely different. You know, I'm yeah. not surprised that the sales are low yeah I think they should right. be lower because bitch think what it, i think it comes uh into like the full thing of like the experience factor and i think you're right like you could only you could literally see any of these uh, these artists in mm-hmm. any other space like yeah lana del Rey, she's always gonna be doing concerts like peso yeah. puma he gonna i spice like we and can now see- they're doing live concerts on youtube yes. and shit and a lot of times that makes you feel like you're there my question for you is mm-hmm. I wonder if this is like a, a like a foreshadowing event of what the future will hold and the the sort of amenities that people are going to have to change. And the reason yeah. I say that is streaming completely disrupted the movie industry. Yeah. And now look, baby, they're desperate. Yeah. Like, is this what's going to happen? You can go enjoy a concert and you're not fighting with bitches standing all day and yeah. sweaty. I think like my opinion, is it Rolling Loud? Is Rolling Loud always in Miami? Um, like does Rolling no, Loud ever so. go somewhere else? Does it? Is it in Miami? Yeah, oh, or is okay. it in Texas? I don't Let know. Me see. Yeah, look, look it, up. it up for me. But what I think is, I think Coachella can kind of take their act on the road. I don't think it always <laughs> has to be in Coachella Valley Not in California. Like, why can't we go somewhere else that has more accessibility? It's safer, has more like boarding. What is it? Not boarding. Or just Shout step your dogs. pussy up with the amenities. I know, but how can they step their pussy up with the amenities when they're in the middle of fucking nowhere? Paige, There's you only charging so much all that. For a damn ticket, bitch, I need to be able to use the goddamn bathroom. I think that's basic. I think that's fair. But I also have a thing against porta potties. Could you imagine being in a fucking bodysuit trying to use a goddamn oh, porta potty? God. That's why I said, like, uh, wait, everything is bigger for a Miami festival. Yeah, it's uh, in Miami. maybe I think it is in Miami. Okay, well, never mind. But I think Coachella for the future of Coachella. I think they're gonna have to take this show on the road, baby, and find a better venue, girl. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. No, you're wrong. Rolling Loud was in Cal. It's gonna be in California, Inglewood, California, in 2024. Yeah, see how Rolling Loud Palm moves Springs. over. Yeah, because there was a point in time when Rolling Loud was in Miami, and then so they're <laughs> moving around. I think Coachella's gonna have to like follow suit and yeah, switch maybe. it up. Maybe just find a damn desert in Arizona and fucking call it Coachella. In short, no, I'm not surprised the ticket sales are low, and you bitches better adjust, adapt, and overcome, bitch. Oh, so the you consumers, think it's the price? The consumers are telling you, no, it's the amenities for the price oh yeah you're right and it's also like gen z we're a bunch of divas oh like they're attracting gen z's millennials more more broadly Mm -hmm. they have to cater to their audience we expect a lot for what the fuck we because we can get whatever we want at our fingertips bitch come on you're gonna have to step it up i know i do want to go to coachella though one time for the one time but maybe we'll Mm -hmm. see it's always right around our birthday so maybe one year yeah but i don't know if i want to spend my birthday in the desert we'll see i don't like well you don't like being hot no (laughs) hot gotta pee standing bitch no and then on top of that i'm trying to look cute you know i'm gonna have a some sort of hair in bitch it's just not gonna work exactly <sighs> um and some shocking news i guess i'm not really shocked because the golden globes kind of foreshadowed mm-hmm. this shit um margot robbie and greta gerwig were both snubbed in their respective oscars categories um ryan gosling who played ken was nominated 
for Best Supporting Actor. America Ferreira was nominated for Best Supporting Actress um, as her role of Gloria in the film, but the backlash is severe, bitch. Oh, it's so severe, but I think you kind of said it. I think if you were paying attention at the Golden Globes, it yeah. was very much foreshadowing of what was to come with other awards. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think they really won that big at Critics' Choice. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of other award shows recently as well. Yeah. I just think it's fucked up. Like it's annoying. It's very annoying. I think Barbie connected with the general public in such a huge way. It truly was like the social media phenomenon. Greta did a great job. I feel like modernizing the concept of Barbie Mm -hmm. tying in really important messages like female empowerment messages and just really did a good job of making sure that Barbie, the whole movie wasn't her just trying to find her kin Yeah, because that's boring. But then literally everything that they're trying to do, like with going against the patriarchy and all this stuff in the film, Barbie is now kind of reinventing itself in the real life In real life. I I think it reminds me of like when everyone was hyped for JLo when she was nominated, when, she everyone thought she was going to be nominated for hustlers yeah i don't know what these people have against these female films female uh leaning targeted market films yeah but it just seems like they take them less seriously they created a category at the golden globes for barbie to win something and Mm. it was most cinematic whatever like they created some bullshit that was for the fans but the heavy hitters all went to succession and it's no shade to succession i think i want to speak with the the fucking people that choose these decisions and literally ask them, what are you basing this on? Because exactly. I need to understand the logic. Well, I don't I get it. I think with a lot of the shows, sorry to cut you off, I think with a lot of the movies, the people who have won in the past, at least with the Oscars, they they then become a part of the Academy and they have a voice to vote. Huh. Um, so it seems as though... Margot and Greta's peers weren't as impressed, which to me just reeks of fucking jealousy. They're like, and even <laughs> like this person who came out recently and told Ryan Gosling, you need to get back to real acting, get back to oh, doing real off. movies. He like, got real money for that shit, bitch. Exactly. And like also was really a part of like a phenomenon of fully reinvigorating Barbie. But yeah. Whoopi Goldberg had an interesting take. She said, they're not snubs. There are no snubs. That's what you have to keep in mind. Not everybody gets a prize and it's subjective movies are subjective the movies you love may not be loved by the people who are voting that's the problem oh, okay whoopie just say you were voting and you didn't vote for exactly. them and move on whoopie that's the problem though Whoop, that's whoopie, the problem why, why why are these oscars determined by some old stuffy people who won an oscar no back in the 1940s baby we are tired literally we are motherfucking tired but i don't think awards or recognition like that takes away from the success of barbie no it and doesn't. i think the impact of barbie is going to continue and and I'm not convinced the impact of Oppenheimer will not to come for you. Was it Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer oh, Oppenheimer. no, it's Succession, I thought. Maddie, Succession is a TV show. Oh, Oppenheimer you. was directly like up against up Barbie against in Barbie. a lot of these okay. categories. So I think at the end of the day, Margot and Greta won the long game. But mm-hmm. it's just like these continual like things that keep happening. And mm-hmm. it's like, bitch, who was voting? I'm I'm over it, honestly. I'm bored. And Barbie, <laughs> motherfucking Margot and, and, and Greta, please don't take this shit personally. That's why I nobody know. cares about these goddamn award shows. And that's why motherfuckers stop showing up. Y'all can't even get anybody on the carpet. Be exactly. fucking for real. Oh, my god and you can't even get any press on the carpet baby because what was this variety live thing at the golden I, girl and they stopped posting remember like whatever year sam smith pissed everybody off with his um, his video unholy performance yeah. i desperately was looking for the performance baby they were selling it because nobody is tuning in that's tea that's and that's the motherfucking tea but we all know what you're waiting for so 
Monica Garcia was booted from season five of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Boo, bitch. Who the fuck did that? Exactly. Heather. (laughs) So stick around for our thoughts on part three of the reunion. We will be spilling all the tea and the Nightcap TV recap that will happen a little bit later. But first, let's get into the bedtime stories. You can read this one. All righty. Story one. Madonna is being sued by two fans claiming she started her concert over two hours late. Um, according to court documents, a lawsuit, oh wait, this article is according to people or is this reporting is from people. Um, according to court documents, a lawsuit was filed against the queen of pop in New York on Thursday by two concert goers who were accusing her of false advertising after her celebration tour show at Brooklyn's Barclays center in December began late. The plaintiffs claim in the filing that the Grammy winners concert they attended on December 13th started at 10 30 PM despite the tickets advertising that it was started at 8 30 p.m the two fans have accused the delay which they claim occurred again at the following brooklyn concerts on december 14th and 16th of being a wanton wanton okay a wanton exercise and false advertising negligent misrepresentation and unfair and deceptive trade practices the complaint states that two fans would that the two fans would not have paid for tickets had they known about the start time and that many ticket holders who attended the concerts on a weekend night had to get up early to go to work and or take care of their family responsibilities the next day the plaintiffs also argued the concert attendees were confronted with limited public transportation limited ride sharing and or increased public and private transportation costs at that late hour when they left the venue after 1 a.m the suit names live nation the venue barclays center and madonna um the plaintiffs are suing for unspecified damages bitch i feel like this is every concert is it not it is that's beyonce why... was two hours late bitch and but i waited that's why i'll Happily. say these performers are shaking in their boots because after no, they're I... not girl they don't care these performers are shaking in their boots because after i read this story i think that they have a case I they think do that have they a have case. a case. They 1000% have a case. Now, I'm not convinced Madonna will necessarily have exposure as the act because I think she has an opportunity to cite issues or barriers that the Barclays Center was presenting her with, or she has a, a right to like potentially cite Live Nation or something like that. But I think this is going to change the future of concert going. Hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if now moving forward from this point, especially after a decision is made in this lawsuit, that there is going to be extra 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 detail and fine print and say yes this t- this concert is scheduled to start at 8 30 however performers have a three hour four hour buffer huh. if you're not happy with that we will happily refund your tickets etc or i think you're right but mm-hmm. i think it'll stop at the four hour buffer yeah Kinda i think like, there's gonna yeah. there's gonna be a grace period that you're gonna have to sign off on mm-hmm. on a waiver or something like that Yes, I was thinking when I was reading this article, like, what concerts have I been to where I had to kind of wait a long time? Every like, single one. Which ones? Beyonce. We waited two hours for Miss Beyonce, May. we had to wait. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the first time we saw Beyonce, we had to wait, though. Um, We waited for Demi Lovato, right? I don't think we waited for Demi Lovato. It wasn't long, but I, I don't think, think we waited, we waited for, for Ariana Grande, did we? Uh, what about the Jonas Brothers? Girl, I can't even remember. I can't remember, but I'm thinking in the back of my head, the only person that came to mind was Beyonce on her most recent renaissance tour and we had to wait but i can never imagine thinking about suing beyonce no for because that. to me 
I don't know. I guess I expect it. I guess it's mm-hmm. kind of par for the course. But a is that bit. fucked up or bad that we expect it? No. It is I, true. It is true that the fans have lives. It is true that we're paying for it to come see a concert at a specific time. Like, that is true. To me, I think it's they're reaching. I really do. I, I think disagree. they're reaching. I, I think you. I think you know what you're getting, and like whoever is on time, like mm-hmm. these people, no one is on time. Yeah. No one. I think yeah. they're reaching here. I don't think they're reaching, but what I will say is I'm not convinced they're the biggest Madonna fans. No. I think I think they could be like fully trying to like make look a look for a lawsuit, look for a lawsuit, make a statement, take a stand. Uh, um, what is it? Highlight the exposure that these mm-hmm. people have in cases like this. But when you think about it, purchasing a, a ticket for a, a show or something that starts at a certain time, like that's somewhat kind of as a contract. Uh, and I in don't that think case, it's that deep. I really don't. Okay. I think I think it's like people looking for an opportunity because it puts me in the mindset of the Tim Hortons when people sued because the cup was hot and then they had to put a label on the cup saying the cup is hot and now mm-hmm. they can't get sued. Yeah, I think it's people looking for exposure. Yeah, but and I looking mean, for a payday. It's just like the person suing because Starbucks said they were putting strawberries in there and they were dehydrated strawberries and. It turns out that was a motherfucking lie, bitch. What is so, it? What's I don't know, there? but it's not real strawberries. Oh, so. it's I, well, Starbucks don't come for me, bitch. Don't it's come for me. It's something that they suing y'all for. It was we'll something it that, that they were suing y'all for, and it wasn't like dehydrated, real, fresh, frozen strawberries or whatever it was. So they could be on the hunt for a lawsuit, but bitch, I'm interested to see how this carries out in the court of law. Me too, but just really quick to put a button on it. You're putting your money on the fact that this will change anything in the concert it will, scene. Without a doubt. I'm putting my money on there's going to be a disclaimer on every ticket sold on Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, yes. whatever these platforms are, and them mm-hmm. artists are still going to come out that's late. That's what I'm saying. So no. prepare for a late night. There's there's going to be a disclaimer on all tickets now, and that's how they're changing the future. And it could be after these people get a settlement. That's my guess, but we shall see. Anyway, moving on. So... Britney Spears was banned from the Four Seasons Hotel for going topless by the pool, allegedly. So Britney was allegedly banned from the Four Seasons in Los Angeles after guests complained about her, quote, bizarre behavior and stripping by the pool. Three different sources exclusively confirmed to the U.S. Sun that staff at the Westlake Village Resort have been driven crazy by the pop star's antics over the past year. Britney has been a longtime guest at the Five Star Family Friendly Hotel, which is just minutes from her $14 million mansion in Thousand Oaks. The star previously shared photographs where she was naked on Instagram while covering her boobs as she relaxed in a hotel suite during one of her stays. Insiders said she's a big fan of booking into the spa and beauty retreat because the hotel has a huge indoor pool, massage, and treatments available for guests. Okay, cute. However, it appears the singer is currently not welcome on the premises after staff had to temporarily ban her Quote, Brittany has been going to the Four Seasons and Westlake Village for years, but she's been causing a headache for staff recently. In the past year, she's been banned from the hotel, unbanned, and is now banned again. Some guests have complained about her going topless by the pool and making them feel uncomfortable, and her behavior is often bizarre and annoying. And this reporting is from the U.S. Sun. You know who immediately came to mind? Kanye West. Kanye fucking West. Yes. What is up with people going to these hotels allegedly? Mm-hmm. baby treating it like they're their home i know i know but honestly like britney spears going 
topless by the pool is so camp i feel like yeah. it fits into her dancing naked never having any clothes yeah. on aesthetic on instagram mm-hmm. it's definitely even though it's all alleged it's definitely not hard to believe yeah um just you, because i feel like this aligns with her behavior you know what i will say though i'm calling cap girl i'm calling cap on this i Why? i am not 100 percent bought into the fact that britney spears at a family-friendly hotel is walking around by the pool with her boobs out what is she covering them with her hands though i mean yeah but that's not having your boobs out then <laughs> i mean technically it is how because you having your boobs out even if you're covering them with your hand I mean, just think about it. Like, for some people, that might be strange. Me, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't even notice it. I'd probably be freaking out that it was Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's... I called Cap on this article. I'm not too <laughs> familiar with the U.S. Sun, but bitch, they ain't TMZ. And at this point, I'm not fully bought in. But it's funny, because clearly these rumors have gotten back to Britney. Really? Because she took to Instagram... Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because my freaking... The rumors and nastiness. Um, one sec. She took to Instagram to post a video, you know, um, what is it? Posing, dancing a a little bit, Uh you know, and said, quote, awkward silence. I love making people feel uncomfortable. Here's she acknowledged it. She acknowledged it. She basically shit. said it's true. I don't know if she said it's true. But I see, highly doubt she'd be walking around with her tits out in front of children. Oh, at a pool. It, did they say it was in front of children? I mean, they, they said just it was said a, a family friendly hotel. Girl, it was a family friendly hotel. Nobody was at the pool. You bitches was looking through the window. Bye. Why are you obsessed with her though? Because she's Britney. Can she get a moment alone? Is it her fault that her tits were out, or is it your fault that you, you were, were fucking looking, looking, bitch? No, but that's hilarious because there are so many stories. Where was this hotel? Where do they say? In Westlake Village in California. Oh my gosh. There's so much shit that goes down at hotels. It's insane. Not even just Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Like even the Beverly Hills Hotel. Like top secret shit. Celebrities are always in these hotels showing their fucking ass. But do you understand that showing your ass in a hotel is totally not exclusive to just celebrities? Of course not. You will have a regular uh, Degla Schmegla Joe, Billy Bob Joe, walk into a hotel and show his motherfucking ass. Yeah, there's videos all over tiktok get bitches taking the- smoke detectors off the wall exactly. showing their ass getting having drunk. sneaky links exactly and getting drunk at the hotel bar and uh what is it when you skinny dipping in the hotel pool mm-hmm. and doing the absolute most but i call cap on this i don't i'm not buying it bitch i definitely am buying it especially with the instagram post yeah um yeah I'm but for i sure live for it. that though if she did it look to each his own yeah miss britney was baby she was in chains honey she's free mm-hmm. those are her choices yeah uh, who am i to judge the movement started off as free britney but maybe it should be free the nipple because men get to walk around without oh. their tops on and bitch i didn't consent to that okay i didn't so, consent to a lot of things and they be doing what's tea and let's also not forget the man who just went fucking skinny dipping in the pool in cabela's it wasn't even a pool it was a fucking pond Ew. he jumped in there dick out Wow. And then walked out with his dick out. He better go get checked out because they be having a whole bunch of shit in them ponds and stores, bitch. If you think they're exactly. cleaning it, bitch, they aren't. Baby, you got the game fucked up. So get checked out. The get, fuck? No, you can get checked outside the door, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Moving on. Story three. In and out has never closed a location until now. It cites crime as the problem. So according to CNN, In-N-Out is permanently closing one of its restaurants for the first time ever, announcing that its Oakland location will soon shutter because of rampant crime in the California city. 
The burger chain said in a statement that despite taking repeated steps to create safer conditions, our customers and associates are regularly victimized by car break-ins, property damage, theft, and armed robberies. Damn, y'all are robbing the damn in and out bitch. That's like robbing McDonald's. Mm -hmm. The location, which has been open for nearly two decades, will close on March 24th. In and Out said in a statement that while several of its locations have relocated in its 75-year history, the Oakland closure is the first restaurant it has just closed. We feel the frequency and severity of crime of the crimes being encountered by our customers and associates leave us no alternative, said the COO Denny Warnick in the statement. What this is giving is baby that liability insurance got too expensive. They were sick of paying. No, I think this is a it it kind of sheds a light on a larger thing that we've noticed more recently in society with people closing. Closing stores because of the increase in crime of course immediately i'm thinking about the smash and grabs and mm -hmm. all this other stuff that's happening in stores and more recently in chicago there was a bunch of controversy because they shut down a whole bunch of walmart locations yep and i just don't think that there should be this huge outcry when in and out closes down like what was number there an outcry yes people are upset oh girl, because they're taking hell. away they they mentioned how this was the only in and out in oakland specifically near this location it was a restaurant that was really close to the airport so it was it was convenient and then you also think about people were making the argument regarding like the fact that they're employing people in and out i'm sure has helped them find other jobs at other locations of maybe. in and out i'm not but convinced they ha haven't maybe Paige, but that can be performative mm -hmm. because if you think about it they some people would have to relocate if they're saying is that far away who the fuck is walking that far or driving what if they don't have a car like mm. potentially yeah but at the same time this is fully justified <laughs> this is what happens just like people mad that walmart's closing why would they stay open why would they stay open you are bitches you are robbing them blind <laughs> why would the bitch i would close my door so quick bitch you can order online the fuck i know and that's the thing too it's like you didn't have i guess like this concern when people were literally robbing people patrons innocent patrons employees were being exactly. fucking robbed it's like why do you care now because oh i guess when i'm on my way to the airport i can't just run in and out okay bitch we'll figure it the fuck out i know i don't know what to tell you and i i also like you said i, I kind of feel like uh, the stores are being left with no choice they're being like, left what are they with supposed no to do just continue to be robbed blind there's exactly. really no defense to it like what yeah. are they gonna hire an armed guard and when people come in here and act a fool then he's and gonna... then exactly but the t is those armed guards can't do shit yeah so when people come in there and act a fool like what are they gonna do and exactly. half the time the guards aren't even armed and half the time the police probably wouldn't show up until after the crime has been committed and even at that point like you have so much loss when it comes financially specifically i'm drawing on like these stores or like i don't know if you saw the video recently where like six people walked into the nike store and filled up huge yep, bags of shoes and all this shit like, bitch, what the fuck do you expect? I know. It's embarrassing at this point. Like, number one, close the store. That's my advice. Yeah. Close the damn store. You know Save what the money. Close do, the store. Though? I think they're, they had an option to just what? make it like a drive through only. Page. Do you think that would have helped? No. drive throughs get robbed. People get walked up on in drive throughs mm -hmm. I think that they logistically tried everything before they just opted to close the door. That's money at the end of the day. They yeah. weren't just, they had to been losing more than they were making off of these goddamn liabilities. But you know what they said, though, in the article was that the location was very profitable, but yep. they said they're not going to keep doing it with y'all. Exactly, because eventually it catches up to you. Exactly. And it's not worth, the, the fucking risk is not worth the reward. Exactly. Ugh. So my prediction is that we will see this trend mm -hmm. people are going to start closing up shop 
and you bitches can have fun robbing through a computer screen <laughs> because your little smashing grabs are canceled, bitch. Bye. Not you bitches can have fun robbing through a computer screen, bitch. That's why the the rise in like uh, online fraud is gonna take. It's off. gonna skyrocket. Yeah. But it really does make me feel sad because I really feel for the people that just want to have a storefront to go to. It's just like, damn, am I gonna have? Like, I get uh, it. It's I, heartbreaking. And it then is. You think like. Um, I don't want to cry, but like you think, are about, you serious? I mean, I'm not going to cry, but I just felt like that comment that she made was really like it pulled at my heartstrings because you think about like the potentially like the older community that lives there, like, or the kids who like just come home from school mm-hmm. and like maybe in and out is the only thing and they stop by there. It's like, yeah, your actions have a larger impact than just yourself and your quick fucking high that mm-hmm. you get from being a fucking klepto. <laughs> like not that klepto, impacts. Bitch. <laughs> that impacts other people yeah. and it's unfortunate to see the potential devastation not only economic devastation that mm-hmm. this could have also job loss yep. but also the fact that there's not going to be a convenient location for these places yep. and that's going to impact the elderly the vulnerable mm-hmm. and everything else people are selfish as fuck yeah. everybody everything's funny all everything's fun and games until you're the joke bitch. exactly Everything is fun and games until you're the joke. And I mm-hmm. hate to say that, but it's like, y'all keep doing it. And mm-hmm. it's like, these stores don't need a storefront. People yeah. can easily order online. Easily. They can have a little office front. You come get your purse repaired, your shoes repaired and exactly. whatever. Girl, they don't need no damn storefront. Be fucking no. for real. E-commerce is taking off. Yeah. E-commerce is cheaper. You don't have to worry about brick and mortar. You would have to hire less employees. Mm-hmm. It's like, we just, people need to leave it alone before we're dealing with a landscape that is really undesirable. Well, that's what we're heading towards. We're heading towards Agreed. a dystopian, robotic, everything's online, everything's pull up and pull off locked up and no baby that's what we're heading towards and honestly for people's safety and well-being i'm fine with that yeah me too but you bitches that get a high off this smash and grab shit bitch couldn't even i don't even need to go down the rabbit hole but because i already know what you about to say (laughs) what ain't got a pot to piss in (laughs) (laughs) what what is up with you I don't know, but when I came to Chicago, literally this, we go through phases, but this is the most recent phase, like phrase that I've been like heavy on Mm -hmm. and got a pot to piss in. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what I was going to say, but okay. Maybe we'll leave it alone. Anyway, moving on. So is my wife a princess? This New Jersey man is frustrated that his wife refuses to work and says he wants to get the mortgage quote off his back and retire early. Giving up paid work to raise children is a complex decision, but considering a return to the workforce after the kids reach adulthood could be even more challenging. That's the situation for a husband from New Jersey who wrote into the Ramsey show seeking advice. Barry said his wife isn't keen on working again after raising four children to adulthood. He's not sure how he feels about this. Saying, quote, is she a princess for not wanting to go back to work, he asked? Or do I just need to suck it up and change my attitude? So this initial reporting is from Money Wise. But before we get into the story, these facts are important to know for you as co-hosts and also for our listeners. Barry makes $125,000 a year. The couple's net worth is over $1.6 million. They have eliminated nearly all of their debt, and they have an outstanding mortgage of $80,000 on a house that is worth $700,000. Hmm. He's fucking jealous of his wife. I was about to say, this He's is, this jealous is, of his wife. He needs to tune in and learn 
from Shira Seven, Sprinkle exactly. Sprinkle Lady, about being a provider man. <laughs> this woman raised four, four kids. Children. And let's not even talk about raised. She carried, mm-hmm. birthed, and then raised four healthy children to adulthood. Yep. Which comes with all of its quirks. Yeah. All of its letdowns and highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I know punching the clock gets old. Yes. And you want like, damn, can I get some help? Like if you if you pitch in, I'll get to retirement quicker. I'll do this. Well, she needs a work from home gig, Barry. You sh- is his name Barry? Yes. Barry, my advice to you. You got to be a provider, man. <laughs> you need to, which it seems like you're doing pretty well at thus far, yeah. but it seems like you're slipping. I don't know if, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But my advice to Barry Find a way to get a side hustle that's bringing in extra income. Yeah. Like, why can't she be doing a passion project? Exactly. There's got to be something that Why does that she this have prince, to work at all? Right. But there's got to be something that this princess wife would enjoy. Yeah. What if she enjoys putting uh, together flower arrangements? Why can't you inspire her to sell them? Yeah. What if she enjoys, you know, making wreaths? Why can't you inspire her to sell them? Yeah. What if she wants to make jewelry? Like, that's what you think of. You don't just think, all right, now you did all that work. Go back to work. So I have it easy. Bitch, in my opinion, you. I don't think he gets to ask her to go back to work, though. Like, in my opinion, he doesn't. They are not in a financial hardship, from what I'm tracking to mm-hmm. from this article. And he even admitted that they are not in a financial hardship. He just this, wants to retire. His wife is in his 50s. His <laughs> only thing on his mind in his fucking pea brain, and I'm sorry, Barry, because I don't know you, and his pea brain is that he wants to retire, and it's all about him and what he wants. What yeah. about what she wants? I what know. about what the fuck she gave up to give you some kids, baby, I that know. you couldn't have? And let's not even get into the com- the conversation of f- fidelity and, and stuff like that, because were you a peach, Barry? Because <laughs> I'm raising these kids. You going to work. And that's the thing, too. I want to see what Barry's contributions were as she was raising these four children to right. adulthood. Barry, were you help? Were you carpooling? Were you helping clean? Were you helping to cook? Like, what were you doing, Barry? Were you sleeping full through the night or were you getting up to help? Exactly. But do you do you know this draws on a, on a situation that we've kind of, of had an experience with in our real life? <laughs> yeah. So let me break it down for our listeners. So we were working, like, at this place when we were in college. And we always thought it was weird because this lady that we worked with would always make comments about, like, how she's so tired and she has to keep working because basically like you know now her husband sits at home because he did what he needed to do and now the kids are grown so now it's on her to support the family well no that the you you made it too general she came into work every day a hard-ass motherfucking back-breaking job bitch she came into work and was talking about the financial strain and stress mm-hmm. was actively talking about it. And we would always wonder, well, what is people starting to inquire? Well, what does your husband do to, Oh, my husband, he retired. Yeah. I had two kids. He let me take off work when I had the kids. So he said, Nope, I'm taking off. You're working. Oh, and that was no. the shit that he said to her. But looking at it from let's take personal biases and opinions out of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looking at it. Let's just say Put the okay. mic in your mouth, baby. Let's say like, okay, Barry is, is exhausted. Like, let's just say Barry is exhausted. He's depressed. He can't see a future moving forward at this job that he has. He's looking at this $80,000 that he has left on this mortgage and he's in in a mental health where uh like emergency where he feels like damn like if i could just get her to to get a job since the kids are gone pitch in a little bit even if it's a part-time job and that'll help me get there a little quicker yeah like what if he's coming from that point i think the the part that that threw me off a bit was he was calling her a princess is mm-hmm. my wife a princess well who made you a princess she's a queen bitch <laughs> 
she's a queen like please don't get it twisted barry if you're listening take this advice take this advice from me <laughs> literally here's my advice you have to sweeten the deal you can't get all jealous and let your your feelings show you have to say oh my gosh look so this is the benefit of us getting this $80,000. Let's get it halfway to 40000 We both quit. You only work for like a year and a half, two years. Here's the benefit. We both retire. We're 20 years left. Let's go chill and fucking travel and let's do this. You have to get the buy-in. You have to say, hey, I noticed you when you were like make, being a homemaker and being a, a stay-at-home mom, you were really good at like, organizational planning Mm -hmm. you were really good at assisting you were really good at you know that cooking you were really good at this like do you think you can make a blog can you do this can you fucking sweeten the deal barry you don't just start saying oh you're a princess and who made you a princess like really i know it's the jealousy i don't know if i would ever i mean i i I would be a stay-at-home mom but then i don't know if i'd ever not ever have income coming in like i have i I envision other ways of like me making money that also Mm -hmm. allows me to be home with my kids um when I have them but I'm just not convinced and I've took personal feelings out of it I think it's different I've taken thank you (laughs) I think it's different when you're in a financial hardship and you're asking your partner to go back to work Mm -hmm. and this is coming from a bitch who's always worked this is coming from somebody who's not lazy very hard working but like I just think it's just not relevant i think they're coming up on retirement age shortly within the next 10 years when you look at it compared to the money that he makes an eighty thousand dollar mortgage is nothing exactly um, how he, are you budgeting Barry? he probably brings in wait let me see one hundred twenty-five thousand divided by 12 that's ten thousand dollars a month if he wanted to i'm assuming his mortgage is is way less than that mm-hmm. if he wanted to up, pay more on his mortgage if that's what it's about is the mortgage but to me Girl. i think this hold on to me, I think this is all about the fact that he's working and, and she doesn't not. have to. Yeah. And he's looking at this situation with jealous eyes, mm-hmm. thinking that this girl now thinks that she's a fucking princess because she's just off living her life and having yeah. fun. I don't think just because you're on a jealous whim because you have to go to this job that your wife should have to go back to work. Everything's fun and games until they start getting jealous. I and know. trust me, start looking out. Men get jealous as hell. I feel like men, men get more jealous than women. Yes, they do. They get so jealous. If you look around, like if you get a free drink, if you get free food, if you get this, that's why this whole sassy men trend Mm -hmm. started up because we started getting on social media telling our goddamn business. Now they want a piece of the damn pie. They want to be sassy. (laughs) Bitch, you'll never be famous. You'll never be sassy, bitch. I promise as sassy as you get, we will always be sassier. Please remember sassier, savvier, and we tell on ourselves less. Sexier, just better, hotter, smarter. The, I mean the the what is it the um the um the um the what is it the um, um Child. the model gender is that what they say I don't know I don't know I don't know bitch but very very interesting story um alrighty you ready to move on yes story five Kylie Kelsey is not happy with Jason Kelsey's shirtless stunt following Jason Kel- Kelsey oh Lord Kelsey's shirtless stunt at the camp that's a tongue twister at the Kansas City Chiefs game on Sunday he is now revealing how his wife Kelsey responded as you- oh Lord bitch what <laughs> her name is that's Kylie. what happens when you have two first names 
As you may know, the Philadelphia Eagles player attended the Kansas City Chiefs divisional playoff game against the Buffalo Bills last weekend. After the Chiefs scored a touchdown, Jason decided to celebrate in full force by ripping off his shirt, jumping out of the VIP box, and into the stands, all while holding a beer and screaming. The celebration from Jason, the older brother of the Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, went viral with many NFL fans from all over the world reacting to his stunt. One fan, however, was not impressed, and that was his wife, Kylie. I'm not going to lie, I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm taking my shirt off and jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, don't you dare. The Philadelphia Eagles Center told Travis on their podcast before adding that he was not asking her for permission. According to the Philadelphia Eagles player, his wife told him to be on his best behavior because we were meeting Taylor oh that's funny to which Jason then defended his actions by saying I was like Kylie when I met you the first day I met you I was blackout drunk and fell asleep at the bar this is part of the charm this is part of the Jason Kelsey charm baby it's one thing about charm it's one thing about charm if you have it you have it the girls like get it they motherfucking get get it I feel like he's telling this story and it's like funny because I think Kylie fully knows who she married yeah she knows that that Jason is silly yeah when I saw the video i was laughing girl he was picking up the little girls that had the signs for taylor and showing them to taylor he was living his best life in retirement i know um but that's so funny i kind of like that he is who he is no Me matter too. who he's around that's i cunt. love that and this reporting is from the blast okay Thank so you. no um, it's from yahoo no the the link was yahoo news the way they curate their stories it's all mm, on yahoo got news, you. but it's sourced from other places Thanks, girl no problem Get but you know together. You, yeah, oh baby i have to check you you know i check you um but you you know who this really reminded me of who the one of the people who i feel like has the best what her husband has one of the best personalities joanna Gaines. Oh, i feel like yeah. chip Gaines is like down for a good time he's hilarious mm-hmm. he's fun like yeah. i just i don't mind a little bit of personality a little bit of personality and i don't think that um um um, um taylor Taylor minded. No, Taylor is the personality queen. It's it's so funny the yeah. fact that he's like screaming and like making it interesting. Could you imagine if he was just sitting up there like, oh my god, Taylor Swift's over there? Exactly, that would be so weird. I love the fact that he doesn't change for who he's around. Right, and I'm sure Taylor appreciates that. Exactly. One of the, it's funny that you mentioned that because we watch Roscoe's viewing parties every like they come out Friday, but now they come out Monday, whatever. It's a YouTube recording of a viewing party of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments that the queens made was that they appreciate when fans and other people just treat them normal. Yeah. I promise Taylor wants you to be normal. Yeah. She doesn't want, she gets enough of that bullshit where people are starstruck and shit. Mm-hmm. This is going to be her family. Yeah. She's around these people a lot. Just treat her normal. I know. You know who it put me in the mindset of? Who? fucking chris what's his last name chris bassett and candace dillard yes. oh my god i thought of on that too. season of potomac when chris was jumping in the pool yeah all the girls had thoughts they were saying oh the i thought it was it was endearing like chris be yourself i, I per- much rather prefer you be yourself than be somebody that's trying to be too damn cute and too damn sassy well i think for myself like i would need somebody with more so a personality like this just with my type of sense of humor like my type of personality uh-huh. i don't know i'm just not very like i'm not always serious i'm not always that so i think this is a great quality to look for in a partner actually yeah that would be I like agree. my argument somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously somebody who has a good sense of humor mm-hmm. who's gonna anger. make you laugh break the ice like whatever it is yeah and chris 
um, what is his name? Chris Bassett or whatever mm-hmm. on Real Housewives of Potomac. He's one of my favorite husbands on the franchise. Me too. Which is why when Giselle like Giselle, stop fucking around with Sherman and get you a motherfucking Chris. Chris why bitch. you coming for him? Oh my God! You know what rhymes with that? What you gotta know how to control your man's kids. <laughs> Karen fucking Huger. Why the Prophet fuck did Karen. she say that? I have no idea, but it's funny. We could talk about Miss Karen all day, but we could do a whole podcast about Miss Karen. I know, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I would much rather go for personality. Mm-hmm. and I think it's one thing when you have people that know oh if I make her laugh I might get this and get this no you genuinely want someone with a sense of humor you mm-hmm. mentioned that you think this personality would go well with you mm-hmm. I agree yeah uh, and I think it would go well with me too but I don't think people like from the outside looking in that really just know us on the surface level yeah would know that because I think we come across so buttoned up yeah and serious like this one guy told me one time he's like oh your husband's somewhere in a law school and I was like really the fuck? I know. not saying I wouldn't marry a lawyer but I'm like eh. I, child i'm gonna need you to not be elitist and I know. you know can't take a joke that's and the stuff one like thing that. that i'll say too is like i feel like i'm more naturally drawn to people who aren't precious yeah like i kind of like people who like live on the edge or like are a little tiny bit controversial not too much not crazy maybe an enough. acquired taste yeah like have a good sense of humor like i don't know from the people that i feel like i've been attracted to it's like the people I don't know who were like that because yeah. I can't deal with the buttoned up boring motherfucker. Like no, I can't. can't do it. And I, I can't, can't deal with the sassy motherfucker. Cause I know. <laughs> you want to see the Aries jump out, bitch. That will make the Aries jump out. I Cause know. one thing I'm not doing is arguing. Exactly. Bye. Remember when I told that guy, this guy who was trying to talk to me, I told him something that I had done and mm-hmm. I can't even remember what it was that I had done, but it was, it was, either Oh, s- you like had, you had words with someone in the store or something. Yeah. I think I like got into it outside yeah. of Panda Express with somebody in <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Cause they were rude as fuck and they actually hit maddie's car door that's uh-huh. the thing like i never get into it with people unsolicited they typically yeah. always do something that pisses me off uh-huh. and i was like yeah so this like crazy thing happened outside of panda express and this man tried to do something to two 23 year old we women were 23, yeah. we were 23 we were fresh to chicago otherwise i wouldn't even been at that panda express that period bitch. don't play but we were new to chicago whatever so i'm telling him about what happened and he's like oh my god like i would never talk to you after that like i would be like i don't know this girl i'd walk away yeah and i was like and that's why i never took you seriously and i'm never gonna fuck with you ever and that's why because i can't deal with the precious no. bitch you stand 10 toes down and, and, and if you're not gonna stand 10 to- toes down you definitely Shut don't the say fuck up. exactly you definitely don't say no goofy shit like that oh my god i would especially like we could really read him down (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna spare him because we could really read him down but i can't with with people that are so goddamn precious baby if you precious like that you better be coming 20 motherfucking toes down on that motherfucking resume the money better be right the hygiene better be right the clothes the car sprinkle 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 bitch because for you to judge me i know just because i'm not gonna take no shit because somebody hit my my damn car at the panda express (laughs) and had the 20 fucking family and let me 20 motherfuckers jumped out that car. I know it was like a clown car. Bitches just kept jumping. <laughs> Bitches kept jumping out. Bitches motherfucking walking across the parking lot. And you talking about you wouldn't take me seriously. You wouldn't talk to me after that. And I'm not even in the wrong and I did nothing wrong. Exactly. I was like, thank you God for showing me this sign. I mean, I never took you seriously. No, to begin he was with. never taken serious. No, because I, I knew you couldn't handle this. Like exactly. I knew you were precious as fuck. And that's the only way that I can describe it. I can't stand a motherfucker who's precious. You, you got to be able to stand up in the face of a little bit of controversy. Okay. You got to 
to be able to have a fucking backbone and a spine and some fucking balls or something, bitch. You got to be able to stand up and stand on business. Sprinkle, baby. sprinkle, sprinkle, too, sprinkle. Too and cunt if, to and handle. If you too cunt to handle. Too cunt to handle, baby. And if you can't stand on business, you better be able to stand on that wallet. And you weren't doing either. either. And sprinkle, that wallet sprinkle. better be tall, bitch. <laughs> you better be 10 8 standing on that wallet sprinkle, if you sprinkle. can't handle business. Bye. <laughs> people are gonna be like oh my god this is like how we talk when we're alone and this is why we talk a mile a minute and we like entertain ourselves all day and like yeah we never shut up talk all day because i'm not like in an environment where i can just like be like footloose and fancy not in an environment or a profession no so then when i like open up my like podcast i'm like oh my god i just have like word vomit of everything that Mm -hmm. i want to say and think and yeah i'm just thankful i have a twin sister who gets me Mm -hmm. for sure and a puppy because Clooney's like our our live studio audience baby she in the corner falling asleep what and licking her ass <laughs> hey don't expose her she's licking her ass she's cleaning she has, herself she's cleaning herself baby she is not worried about what these motherfuckers are talking she's about she's our live studio audience she's our live studio audience how cute would it be if tucker was here Aww. i feel like tucker with tucker we wouldn't get peace no he would be chewing these cores and barking at yes. the neighbors and barking at whoever the hell he heard outside we have two very different puppies like Clooney, she's a cancer she's mm-hmm. very calm and cute and quiet <laughs> tucker is a sagittarius he's fiery as fuck mm-hmm. he doesn't like being told no he's just like his and mommy. He, we, there's no other way to describe him other than saying he's the man of the house there's no other way to describe him other than saying he's just like his mommy oh lord Paige, he's the man of the house i think they would get that too what is that like they would really get that reference like that's really describing him well people who really know me would really get that reference too oh okay period um all right are you ready to get into this nightcap tv recap no bitch i'm immediately irritated immediately irritated immediately canceled i guess they getting cut off like potomac did bitch i'd stop watching are you done watching girl hell yeah let's well let's let's set it up for the fans first so or the fans i'm sorry for the listeners for you know real housewives of salt lake city fans bitch um (laughs) but basically we watched season three the uh, final no, episode three episode three or excuse me part three of, of the, the reunion, reunion which also happened to be the season finale and i'm just so disappointed in the performance by these women <sighs> so I many think thoughts one thing that really really triggers me is the fact that i don't feel like monica was given a chance to say her piece mm-hmm. without lisa barlow and heather jumping in and i'm gonna be honest i was disgusted with heather's behavior yeah. i was absolutely disgusted with uh-huh. it i will never look at heather in the same light i will never look at heather in the same light again not only was i triggered by the fact that they would not goddamn let her talk it was a lot to watch three parts of a reunion, which is why the live tweeting kind of slowed down because by the th- third hour mark, and that's only what we saw. There's no telling how long they filmed that of you fucking harassing someone, screaming yeah. at someone that, that where is the decorum Heather gay? I am so absolutely disappointed in her the way she conflated two completely separate fucking things the way that she fucking dramatized everything that she fucking said well and let's also set it up too the what we say when she was conflating two things so heather has now chosen to be open about the experience that she's alleging that she had with jen with jen giving her a black eye i feel like she is now conflating monica and jen as the same person as the same person and it's almost like she's doing to monica what she wishes Mm -hmm. she could have done to jen or why do you think she's doing that because at the end of the day a burner account and Mm -hmm. rob 
mobbing from elderly people are two separate things. I never pulled a race card. Mm -hmm. I never, I literally never do it. But as a person that has to talk about fucking unconscious bias and shit every single goddamn day, the way that people would get robbed by someone that looked a certain way and then hate a person that looks that way for the rest of their life. Yeah. Bitch, is it because of what she looks like? Like, I'm really trying to figure it out. I think it could be, but I think it could just be... I think that's also plausible, but I think it's also just the fact that we saw notes of elitism, excuse me, elitism on that couch all night. Um, They always talk about crying, uh, about how people are coming for my business. I mean, we Mm -hmm. had to listen to Lisa Barlow cry and drone on because somebody had the audacity to talk about Vita Tequila, which newsflash, nobody heard of until you were on the show. Literally must be bankrolling Vita Tequila because I've never heard of it. Yeah, go ahead. Nobody heard of Vita Tequila until you were on the show, babe. I'm sorry to tell you. You are not Kendall Jenner. That is not 818. You're not Zon Julio. Baby, it's not Casa Clase Azul or whatever the fuck it is, baby. It's not giving. Yeah. It's not giving. Um, so I just think it's interesting that Angie K, who cried about someone talking about her husband and her business and her being a pillar of the community, said that Monica has uh, fabric rolled up that's full of dog hair and Cheeto dust. Yeah. To me, that's elitist. Because it now is. you're talking about the way she lives because she doesn't yeah. have money. And my thing is like, okay, Angie, and wh- what did you look like with Electra and shit in your bed, bitch? Because, and this is no shade, but you're such, you're so in that mom phase that you're yeah. just now stepping out of it, talking about going back on dates with Sean, having to get to know your husband again. Electra has to move back to her room. Yeah. So you should know what it's like to be the mom with Cheetos and shit in her hair. Yeah. Just trying to make it just trying I mean, to make it i think that the elitism definitely left a bad taste in my mouth yeah. i think that the the whether they realized it or not the the underlying thread was who the fuck does this broke uh latina think she is sitting in a room full of us yeah. they've all they ha- do have a problematic pa- problematic past but the issue that i had with heather gay which was shocking is she so badly wanted to be the cool girl honey mm-hmm. all the first few seasons that she was on housewives she wanted to be the cool girl yeah you let a grown woman hit you in your fucking eye bitch with four daughters and the shit that you go on praising yeah. because you were scared now am i gonna sit here and make you feel small about that experience no but am mm-hmm. i gonna call out the hypocrisy hell, hell the fuck yeah. yes because it's different if you're physically scared of jen she kept saying oh, i was scared of her i do think it was that i was scared of her and i understand that i'm not even saying you have to engage in a physical altercation or anything like that but like you have so much privilege like mm-hmm. up until this point your husband your ex-husband excuse yeah. me has been paying for where you live like exactly. you have a successful business in beauty lab and laser which you had when you were friends with jen shaw if you wanted to take her to court get a restraining order sue the fuck out of her you had every opportunity to defend yourself and i think what i thought was most damning was the fact that heather uh is to me in my opinion she was the most dangerous one on the cast because i feel like we really got to see her true colors like Mm -hmm. angie k i think i'll be able to move on from that whitney even i feel like meredith wasn't even going in as hard Uh but i feel like lisa barlow and heather gay were the broke connection of this fucking yeah. I'm they, like when has Heather ever connected with Lisa no one. until it was to go against somebody yeah. else bully somebody else silence another woman mm-hmm. take away her livelihood yep. and she has children she did nothing but but make false equivalencies gaslight 
and, and try to fit every goddamn Silence. thing went back to but see you're not the hero in this because she needed so desperately for that fucking grandstand that she did on that goddamn beach in bermuda yeah. to play well with the public which is why the broke connection we saw on motherfucking watch what happens live the motherfucking dude that got on there thinking he was preaching about some shit bitch we could have a whole nother conversation about that because that was disgusting behavior he was placating to heather the whole time he should have said welcome to housewives bitch yeah welcome to housewives yeah. is this a monica like we can talk about monica stuff in a few minutes because mm-hmm. i do feel like that is a whole nother situation but the behavior that i saw exhibited by those women that look a certain way on that goddamn couch mm-hmm. made it clear to me why mary cosby does not want to film with them yeah made it clear to me why mary cosby has said the things that she has said about them mm-hmm. right or wrong yeah And it also made it clear to me why they have no goddamn diversity on that motherfucking show. It also made it clear to me that you always have to be careful. They, people will get on TV. They'll act like they cool. Oh, I'm modern. I'm learning. I'm getting educated, baby. It always goes back to the brass tacks. That privilege will always speak unless you are checking yourself. Heather Gay needs to check herself. She needs a reality check. Bitch, you are no better than Monica. You sat there. You lied. You placated. You are a grown ass mother motherfucking woman bitch yeah. be fucking for real and i think for me too i think it was false outrage like i said it before i'll say it again the exposure of reality vontees was a big fu- fucking nothing, nothing burger. burger bitch it was a <laughs> it bitch was a you, fucking, you got called it was a fucking nothing burger there was called, nothing there yeah half of the stuff that we saw that was posted on reality vontees was reposted shady comments mm-hmm. from either jen or other blogs and i do feel like they started the channel to expose jen i do but it's also like you haven't got called a mean name before maybe you're in the wrong industry yeah this is what it, these bitches just like fucking Giselle Bryan on Potomac talking about who she will and will not film with. The producers need to get that in check. If you're Real coming quick. to me and telling me you're not going to film with somebody, well, you can leave, bitch. Exactly. You can leave because we've seen this happen time and time again. Oh, we won't film. Let's get everybody on our side because this is the cool girl. And uh, as long as I have my check, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, girl, get the fuck on. Yeah. I've never been a huge Lisa Barlow fan. I think that she was funny sometimes. Other times she wasn't. baby well i don't know if you saw this t but uh lisa barlow is also the only other person next to monica that has now removed real housewives of salt lake city from their bio on instagram so i don't know if that means she's not coming back for season five i'm not sure but i did think that was interesting she removed it from her bio yeah on instagram yeah it was it was on twitter you know everything on twitter is true yeah (laughs) everything but another thing that i will say i think whenever you get on reality tv you have these cameras in front of you it's so revealing and as a person who loves reality tv watches it like i'm not even saying i would get on tv and make all the perfect right decisions but i think it has shown such a mirror on heather gay like i feel like i'm seeing through her i'm seeing her trauma like that girl has got to work on being able to stand alone stand in her conviction stick up for herself i feel like the fact that she felt the need to go around and solicit support from all of the other women and you couldn't just stand on your own exactly you couldn't just have that voice on your own Mm -hmm. i can't relate to that that is not the experience it shows it proves what she said she's she's new to this she's she's new to this she 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 and i'm trying not to to but how is she new to this i disagree she's new to this buddy she got exo communicated from the mormon church she had to have the courage 
You mean ex? Whatever. She had to have the courage to step away from her family, step away from her teachings, her religion, her fucking mom, her husband. She's new to this. And you're telling me that she's new to having to stand in her conviction and stand up for what's right? I'm telling you she's new to this. And what I mean by that is leaving the Mormon church, to me, I don't consider that the same thing as standing on business. Mm -hmm. I don't consider that. It's completely different. You leaving a church because it doesn't align with your lifestyle and all those things. I can only imagine how difficult that is. And I do think that she has experienced experience living through trauma with mm-hmm. because of that you being in an environment that is diverse with different personalities with a, a fame pedestal where everyone is not you know identity politics and the shit that goes on mm-hmm. completely different you knowing how to engage with people that are different than you you knowing how to handle situations that, and not just say well I was scared bitch I'm tired of hearing it and when I'm self-employed I really you know spill the tea on all the psychology and shit that goes into stuff like that mm-hmm. but I'm tired of hearing it and like me personally, I was disappointed in. I was very disappointed in Heather. Mm-hmm. I, baby, they would, at this point, pigs are going to have to fly for me to tune in again. I think I would tune in just to watch it flop. No, to because be they're going to, all they're going to do is talk about Monica. Uh, they're going to talk about Monica next season, I'm sure. But I think, I think Angie K got a little too comfortable ousting the new girl. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like Angie K is going to somehow become the topic of conversation. And also to get back to your point, just to get to the point of like, um, people talking about how problematic potentially the cast is. I think it was interesting that in in an attempt to like hurt Angie, they brought up Greek mafia to me. I feel like that's culturally insensitive. Mm-hmm. You're stereotyping a Greek person and saying that they're somehow affiliated with the mafia. Yeah. That's a stereotype. Like there's a lot of things on this show that I feel like went unchecked. We'll mm-hmm. see if I tune in. There are some people on the cast like if Mary Cosby came back, I might tune in. Mm. But I think Mary Cosby's not going to come back. I would be shocked if she did. I was so disappointed though when I found out that Monica was not being invited yeah. back for season 5. Me too. I was so disappointed. I yeah. f- I truly feel like mm-hmm. it's a fucking injustice. Mm-hmm. I feel like Andy should have taken that platform and the the role as moderator to not pile in on her. Mm-hmm. She was getting enough yeah. from those women and I also don't feel like Monica fought back in the best no I don't and I don't think and I will say this because this is why I feel like so strongly offended by the false equivalencies that Heather was drawing Mm -hmm. you're not gonna tell me on any planet you getting called a mean name is 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 it the same as the other shit that 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 happened and went down punched in the eye you're not you're not ever gonna tell me that and the fact that you tried to look in that camera and gaslight people for three parts of a reunion and then you got your ass on watch what happens watch what happens live and did the same thing Mm -hmm. by the way i don't know if anyone tuned in to watch what happens live we did watch it Mm -hmm. heather looks very different Mm -hmm. uh she looks very different i'll leave it at that i don't want to speculate she looks very different the broke connection motherfucker that was sitting in the chair next to her (laughs) making light of trauma that monica has experienced which if you have not lived through it don't Don't speak on it about it don't speak on it bitch. i think another double standard that i was having an issue with again goes back to andy not calling it out but the fact that heather gay has brought recordings that in my opinion baby if i was monica i would sue the fuck out of broke connection to nisha mm-hmm. there has to be a way if it the megan markle sued the daily mail because they um illegally occupied or obtained a private letter between her and her dad mm-hmm. bitch she did not consent to you you 
I think she was saying. <laughs> Hold on. She didn't commit because I'm not convinced that Tanisha didn't get paid to get Hell that no. information. I'm not convinced. She either. did not consent to you selling those private recordings that she shared between a private group. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Tanisha, why do you hate Monica? So I don't much? know. It's the jealousy. It's so baby. weird. I can tell you one thing. It wouldn't be no lawsuit, bitch. We riding at dawn. I that would, that would be it would be we riding at dawn. Like it would be the lawsuit. It would be the fucking restraining order. It would be everything else. If it would think, no, no, it would be the character assassination. Yeah. Monica, why have you not released recordings? of tanisha because she might not have she maybe she deleted them like that's the thing like if those damn voice recordings expire that's true well clearly this bitch was saving them how the fuck did she do that and i'm not convinced heather didn't pay her ass to get that information and why can monica not then have her receipts if heather gets to play recordings try to catch monica and lies which was so weird and that smug ass face she had on every time she pulled out her phone like girl it's tired i will never fuck with heather again no i'm sorry there's a few housewives that have made the chalked forever list for me Giselle Bryant is one of them <laughs> there's a few on that list and I think Heather just got herself a spot mm-hmm. on the list I can't with it you know how people say mansplaining yeah these big old giant Karen tears yeah Are these big old giant tiny violin tears like oh my life is so hard because I got yeah. called fat on the internet bitch yeah. we all get called fat <laughs> welcome to reality tv welcome to life in america reality. welcome to spending time with people that are mean yeah. welcome to it bitch you know this guy at work literally just told me that i had meaty thighs and i didn't get paid to get to get told i have meaty thighs bitch no. consider yourself lucky at least you got paid to get called names yeah. i mean if you really want to get down to the brass tacks yeah I, i'm she has officially made the chalked forever list mm-hmm. she would have to do a lot to to come up i don't off think that there's list. any coming back from her no for me. there's no because i feel like the behavior that she displayed was so bully like so dangerous yeah and it's dangerous just, is the word it's it's dangerous and i think it was undercover and like and i i try to understand and maybe if she apologize and maybe of this but i told you heather and whitney both were very different this season Mm -hmm. and i think i started to get to a level of annoyance like lisa barlow we've always known who she was she's selfish she's self-absorbed she's self-centered she lives in her world and that's why heather is going to find out one day that Mm -hmm. all this shit that she thought lisa barlow had her back no lisa barlow just hated monica if you were up there if you were up there trying to read down meredith or read down angie somebody who lisa cared about she Mm -hmm. would not have stood with you that no. had nothing to do with you and it she's didn't. gonna fall flat on her face and she keeps talking about oh we're friends baby that's not what housewives no. is be fucking for real like heather just fucking go on and go to beauty lab and laser and mind your goddamn and business. Mind your business it's but the karen tears mm-hmm. the like you just said that that sort of like dangerous rhetoric it of was these, dangerous these weaponized tears and experiences when you have done the same thing you have put production in a bad position they had lawyers on site because you were lying yeah. sitting in a bitch face that did some shit to you i know be fucking for real and then making jokes about it too i think that was very dangerous she's having private conversations jen punched her in the face fully and she's looking to find whatever lies she can spin to mm-hmm. still be in good favor with jen but did you which included potentially tearing down a producer who was not in the same means or privilege that heather gay is in and potentially ruining their life ruining their career getting them in trouble legally with the police like all this stuff and she didn't care did you and then notice? she expects everybody to forgive her did you notice how like when they were all sitting on the couch and she was Andy was kind of calling her out for the lies that she told Mm -hmm. and the false equivalencies that she was drawing she kept spinning it back to Monica Yeah, she would do the okay and she would say okay yeah that's true I feel really bad but Monica did it 
it's like that the the weaponizing of tears and false equivalencies has gotten people in trouble for years Mm -hmm. you can check the motherfucking history books on that yeah it's gotten minority people in trouble for years Mm -hmm. and that whether she knows it or not whether that was the intent or not you're not going to tell me that that was not the message that a lot of people got loud and clear from that goddamn painstaking reunion that everybody was sick of by part three yeah and then to fucking top it off on Watch What Happens Live, that's when uh, uh, Andy did announce that Monica would be taking a break. Now, I noticed mm-hmm. he didn't say leaving Housewives or whatever, but he mm-hmm. said taking a break. I think with Renna, he said leaving. I don't know. Um, Probably, but I just think it's interesting, too, because Monica has gotten a lot of support, even from, like, really big names in Housewives. Mm-hmm. Tamara Judge came out and said that Monica was the best season one housewife ever, and yeah. that she, even she was sad to see her go. I just think it takes away from the fun of the show when you mm-hmm. give so much control to the cast yep. to decide how to control their behavior, who they can cast out. It could take something as simple as somebody saying something you dislike. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because nobody has the, the, the guts enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like you're watching a social experiment. The fact that it was this bully mentality, it was this mob mentality. Yeah. And all of them, except for Mary Cosby, were so willing to jump on the hate train. Yeah. Because somebody was different from them on the couch. And it's just interesting to me. And then I'm trying to figure out who, who on the cast is going to lose all their money. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, every single Housewives franchise has a housewife that goes through a financial crisis. Yep. Potomac, it was Mia more recently. Uh, Beverly Hills it was Erica Jane mm-hmm. there's always one so when that under thread and that dark underbelly mm-hmm. of elitism is exposed yeah. the shit that you have can be taken in an instant for exactly. a variety of circumstances exactly. and that's why I caution everybody mm-hmm. from, from doing that especially yeah. motherfucking Angie K bitch I know because bitch who the fuck are you even when the like fuck? Angie K who's kind of been open about the issues she's been having in her marriage more recently which is like growing apart from her husband felt like she can get on her soapbox and then tell Monica that she didn't understand what love and marriage was. Yeah. It's like who are you? Because the divorce knock could come right on your door. Yeah. All of a sudden, your husband wakes up and he decides to go get on with somebody else. Yeah. It, and it, I'm it not can, wishing that no, on her. I'm it can saying, happen to anyone. Why we- why choose that to weaponize against exactly. Monica? Because like, it was easy. Yeah. It was easy. Um, now getting into the the Monica of it all, mm-hmm. oh, baby, she needed an Olivia Pope. Monica needed a media trainer. Oh, you Lord. can tell that Heather had had media training, and it could go back to the fact of like Monica's inexperience. This yeah. was her first season, her first reunion. Like, it could go back to all these things, and also she's in a different financial situation than a lot of those women, and those mm-hmm. things cost money. But you can tell Heather had media training, and and Monica didn't. Yeah. I don't think she fought back well. No, I would have been her Olivia Pope. And I feel like I would have done a fantastic job. The first part is like, it's like the sandwich technique. Like, you know how people on Dancing with the Stars, they're like, okay, good, bad, good. Mm-hmm. It, without it being that on the nose and annoying, it is the sandwich technique. You have to go into it anticipating what Andy's going to ask you about. Then you have to go into it preparing what you're going to give on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been driving by Jen's house, but here's why I did it. No, it wasn't because the FBI investigated me yeah. or it enlisted me to go do it. It. Yeah. it was because as I was behaving as this witness, I was trying 
trying to tell them of all these things that we were aware of that she was doing. They weren't believing me because I didn't have evidence. They didn't have evidence. So I went, I took that on my own. I took the initiative to try to get evidence. That's yeah, what you say. I know. And then you admit that, Hey, yeah, I didn't make the best decision. Yeah. But then on the other areas where you're standing on business saying, Hey, yeah, there was a lot of us involved. Like, don't just think it was me. Then you communicate that too. Yeah. Girl, just a simple few tweaks. And yeah. I think she would have been back. I think she would have been back, but unfortunately for this reunion, I feel like Monica was underprepared. I don't even think she knew how to prepare. Mm -hmm. It could just be like the fact that we've, we watch TV all day. We watch the news all the time. We like understand spin and all these other things. And also the importance of media training. I don't think Monica has like that understanding or that acumen because from what I was noticing, it seemed like bitch, if Tanisha's given Heather everything, Mm -hmm. I would have looked over everything I sent to Tanisha and I would have had an answer for it before I went to that reunion. Mm -hmm. Why does it seem like you're on your toes when when heather is pulling out this Mm -hmm. recording of you staking out jen's house yeah at that point you should have known in bermuda oh shit like she has receipts Mm -hmm. and then that is when you either expose yourself or you come ready like you said with rebuttals because everybody on that couch knew how jen shaw was Mm -hmm. i feel like we quickly realized oh jen shaw might be unbalanced like that was something that we observed from watching the show everybody knew it so i feel like they could probably have understood monica more number one if she was able to get a point out edgewise but also if she presented her case in a better way yeah and and for that i hate that for her yeah i do think that everything happens for a reason one of the beautiful things about these crazy experiences like that is you get to watch yourself (laughs) and kind of see where now Clooney, she's she's chiming in Clooney, Clooney, girl um but that is one of the beautiful things about um, being able to kind of watch yourself, you get to see yourself make adjustments from mm-hmm. an objective standpoint. My hope for Monica is, and this is the one thing that like the guy on watch what happens live. Oh Lord, Clooney, you going to bark for the rest of this. Go ahead. Um, the guy on watch what happens live. He kind of made a little sassy snide ass remark talking about some, but don't you just see like, she's the hurt little girl that mm-hmm. like, you know, she's just stunted at a teenager. Mm-hmm. No, she has a narcissistic abuse Mother. wound. Mm-hmm. A narcissistic mother abuse wound is one of the worst narcissistic abuse wounds that you could ever have. Mm-hmm. Monica lost everything in the divorce. Whether you agree with how the divorce came, she said there was domestic violence. Obviously, she admitted to the cheating. Whether you agree with her behavior or not, mm-hmm. she was in fight or flight with four kids, some of which are still very young, yeah. with nothing yeah. because of the divorce. Lifestyle changed, everything changed. Now she's relying on this narcissistic mother who is transactional with her, Mm -hmm. giving her hell, manipulating her mind, triggering her, which is causing her to be in a constant state of fight or flight. When you are in a constant state of fight or flight, that's why she sat there for that seven hour reunion and didn't shed a tear once. Exactly. Until the end. That's why. Mm -hmm. Because you're ready for the attack. This is what you've been trained in your whole life. This is like literally your entire childhood. Yes. You build up a resistance to it. You almost come to expect. Yes. Mm -hmm. And for that, my heart breaks for Monica, which is why I said you can't just say, oh, you're a stunted teenager. I know what you need to hope for her is because I'm sure they'll have her back eventually, maybe. Yeah. But what you hope for her and the time is that she can get out of fight or flight. I I hope that like Monica finds a really good therapist. Yeah. I hope that she gets out of fight or flight mode. And I hope that through those lessons that she's going to learn about herself, she's able to gain that maturity and experience 
and freedom because yeah. that narcissistic wound is a motherfucker it is and i think the reason that i noticed a lot on social media i think the reason that monica connected with so many people is that she was willing to kind of go there with with the mom thing and like with the parent thing i immediately connected with monica mm-hmm. i resonated with monica's story and i just feel like i could also relate to the fact of like feeling like for me you're in a friend group you're always the odd one out which is okay like i always joke around and call myself a black sheep like that's okay Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at that Um, but I remember like I got into it with this girl who was in a a friend group of about five people friend Uh, exact friend is a strong word baby acquaintance Mm -hmm. I don't even know if acquaintance is the word baby Um, I I don't even know but we were in a friend group and then I noticed like I got into it with this one girl and then everybody else surrounding kind of turned away yep and should I explain the story oh yeah go for it okay so basically the girl had COVID Um, And I like felt like she knew she had COVID before we went out, but Mm -hmm. because she wanted to go out, I felt like she was um, um, like, I mean, I know I have COVID. I know I tested positive, but like whatever, Mm -hmm. because she she sent the test results of her positive COVID test. I want to say within 24 hours of us going out. And then the thing is, she zoomed in on the the QR code. She zoomed in on the the QR code and didn't include the date of when it was tested. So I said, hell yeah, she had COVID and she knew she had COVID and she got me sick. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was upset was because I couldn't go home now all i said was she knew she had covid Mm -hmm. i didn't say oh she's a this she's a that and call her out of her name and all this other stuff but i expressed irritation because now i was trying to go home i was wearing a mask i was doing everything else like should i have not gone out probably not like i take responsibility for that too i'm not fucking delusional but but since i had you know the audacity or whatever to kind of just call it for what it was then all of a sudden you would think I called her a bitch or you Mm -hmm. would think I called her this and that I noticed everybody else now I'm not getting invited now nobody's talking to me now it's like this whole thing Mm -hmm. so I I just hate one of my least favorite qualities about a person and that's why I can never be with a fucking twerp like (laughs) as as a partner because I'd get a divorce Mm -hmm. if you cannot stand on business if you cannot recognize manipulation if you can't have like an opinion and like stand in your conviction like I cannot do it and I feel like all of these women were just Heather's pawns that Mm -hmm. she just brainwashed and manipulated and being a viewer at home bitch I'm not buying it no and I'm I'm definitely against Monica I'm not tuning into the Heather Gay show no bitch we would be we would all be bored exactly sick of talking about that goddamn book I know literally but no, that's such an interesting story. It is. That's what I'm saying. Um, I feel like I can relate to Monica. And oh, that's of why course. I was like, this is an injustice. But like, what I, the fuck? Yeah, it's an injustice. I honestly woke up feeling like, bitch, we ride. Like, when I was pissed, I was getting worked up. I was like, ah, bitch, we ride at dawn. Like, that's what I was feeling like. I really felt like the Save Monica hashtag was trending on X. Everybody was put posting the damn customer service number to call Bravo, bitch. Everybody was getting suited up for battle because there are so... That's the beautiful thing about Housewives. It's a microcosm of the of world. The world. There are so many factors at play. You mm-hmm. cannot rule out race. You cannot yeah. rule out socioeconomic status. Yeah. You cannot rule out perceived class. You cannot rule out... Uh, prejudice and bias you can't rule out any of that because it's at play whether you know it or not Mm -hmm. the story you brought up though super interesting we have so Mm -hmm. many stories like that where i do it's it's literally reflection of my childhood but go ahead yeah we have so many stories like that where we kind of you know got the boot because of you know stupid shit Mm -hmm. but you you forgot to mention the reason that you really got cut out was because a fucking troll ass bitch was in the friend group to begin with Mm -hmm. kind of the ringleader yeah and that's why it's like just like you said standing on business like (laughs) i think people that know us know that baby we're not even like 
super confrontational but but it's like the the girl that that really is the problem the troll ass bitch that went through an identity crisis and flips and flops who she loves every day and whatever else she want she was the 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 poison Mm -hmm. she she made it easy for everybody to hate she was the heather and then when you said hey like why did you zoom in on your qr code and lie to everybody when you knew you were you probably were sick Mm -hmm. but you were drinking all over everybody's drink Mm -hmm. that nobody wanted you drinking over then when we call it out we're the problem yeah but guess what what we were constantly in fight or flight because Mm -hmm. of experiences that we've had Mm -hmm. coming out on the other side of the inner work that we've done and had to do Mm -hmm. looking back there's a ton of ways i would have handled it differently and there's a ton of ways that i would have prevented the toxic troll ass bitch that was dragging your name through the mud oh, one baby, minute never looking at your titties name. and your ass the next exactly that bitch would have been x'd out the circle like a damn pizza exactly. or whatever megan's the step whatever that megan wait what did sugar say uh, chad i don't even know baby but um, one thing i will say is she can never speak dirty on my name baby and and i've but been she tried it i i have been in the gutter and been in better company bitch so don't the gutter, ever bitch. don't ever in your motherfucking life get it twisted but one thing that i am excited for monica i think she has a promising future that extends past um, Housewives. I think mm-hmm. she has a potential. Maybe we'll see her on Traders. Yeah. Maybe we'll girls see her trip, on maybe. House of Villains. Yeah. Girls Trip. Just because the girls don't want to film with her in that group. Like, she's clearly loved in mm-hmm. other ways. Yeah. And then she also teased a book, too, which yeah. I would be very interested to oh, read. Oh, for sure. Especially knowing she's a Gossip Girl stan and everything else. My advice to Monica, I feel like I always do this. Yeah. Take this as an opportunity to really learn about yourself mm-hmm. outside of fight or flight mode. Take this as an opportunity to elevate, get closer to your kids and really learn what it feels like to live when you're not so reaction. Mm-hmm. What is it? Reactionary? Reactionary. When you're when you're so at peace with the position that you're in, not even just money wise, just mm-hmm. with the energies and people that you surround yourself with. Take time to like revel in that space. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like people will say stuff to you and you're kind of like, oh, okay. And also my advice, don't send another voice memo. Oh babe. my God, I know. These That's... bitches want to be in the spot you in. Yes. Don't that send another the, voice memo. The first rule of fight club is like, I think don't our, we were fight. always stressed as children. Don't, don't, as children, don't put anything in writing. Don't record anything. The last thing you want to do yourself is incriminate yourself. Mm-hmm. You let the other bitches do the work, yep. but you don't ever put anything in writing. Don't put anything on video. Don't tell another hating ass bitch. bitch Anything. anything oh my goodness like you no. confide in your kids they won't go tell nobody exactly and definitely don't confide in your mom honey because it looks like miss linda or what's her name Child, I, I don't linda. even know um but yeah like look i i refuse to like buy into this monica hate like no like i said there's a lot of redeeming qualities about monica mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna buy into heather gay's propaganda no like and i love people who have like a free mind and mm-hmm. like can really like see things and discern things that's why i keep telling you i can't just be around people who are just like little twerps and bitches like yeah, i just can't i can't do like, it like the one thing that pisses me off more than anything is a bitch who can't like have an opinion stand on business like stand in your conviction like i can't take no it. and it doesn't even mean you have to be loud or confrontational it's the fact mm-hmm. that you bitches that just go the wind blows one way and that's how you feel the next day you feel a different way it's embarrassing it's embarrassing and you're old and too old for that exactly. bitch oh my god i literally have to stop using the phrase old 
Because it's so funny. I, I was having this interaction with somebody, and this is fully not even about Housewives. Like, the Nightcap TV recap is done. But I was talking. I was like, I don't know. She's just, like, you know, kind of an old bitch. Like, that's kind of how I describe this person. They deserved it. Again, I don't just give go around calling people old bitches in unsolicited ways. And they're like, well, how old is she? I was like, I don't know. I think she's, like, 40. And oh, they're like, Paige, that's how old I am. And I was like, right, but you're not a bitch. <laughs> as if that made it as, any better. As if that made the insult Shout, any better. I can't. No, and trust me, 40 is the new 20, honey. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like what what you mean by old, and I know this because I know you. What you mean <laughs> by old is tired. Yeah. Worn out. Uh, what's Hater. Beat down. Unrealized. Yeah, I think unrealized. Is what I mean. Yeah. What I, when I say that somebody's old, they're unrealized, unhappy, miserable, and they look at somebody else's youth and they want to Blame fucking hate for you it. for it. Yeah. That's what I mean by old. I love yeah. I love people who are mature, honey. For sure. And I like mature men. I like mature women. All mm-hmm. of my friends are mature. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, but Monica, we, we're right. We ride for you, girl. Mm-hmm. Take this opportunity to level up to the women level of up. the other women on that cast. I encourage you to take an unconscious bias class and yeah. a class about socioeconomic status and mm-hmm. what that looks like. Exactly. And also, well, I don't think they have to take a class on a baby. They didn't grow up with the means. And they please have. study the weaponization of Karen tears. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but for now, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That was fun. We haven't done a Nightcap TV recap in a minute. I know. We've... Traders comes on later this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about Traders in our next ep. Yeah. Et cetera. Also, we didn't even get to talk about Bachelor. Oh, my Girl, God. Girl, I'm sorry, but I don't care about Bachelor. More re- oh, my God. I love we Bachelor. We watched it, but, like, I'm not buying into the Joey fantasy. I'm gagging. Like, and I just <clears throat> think I like the community that comes with Bachelor. Like, yeah. feeling like you have this community to, like, watch this show and, like, talk about it. Like, yeah. We'll have to give our opinions on Bachelor, but we won't do that tonight. Otherwise, the show will be two hours long, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I'm not mad at that either. No, we could talk all day, honey. But Mouth Bachelor's Almighty. Back. Mouth Almighty, bitch. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.